The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum everyone and you're listening to Sisters Speak on Inspire 105.1 FM and you're here with me Faiza, me Mariam and me Lamisa. And today we're going to be discussing the topic of bullying. But before we get into that, Mariam, do you want to tell everyone what our show is about? So our show is a platform for Muslim girls to voice their own opinions on current events and issues and even form discussions on general topics such as religion, culture, politics and social media. We want to note that all opinions and views are our own and we respect all other opposing views. Thank you for that. Um, so before we get into everything, we do this little segment on our show called The Thought for the Week. And this is just something we want to share, something we've learned, just a little reminder to ourselves first and foremost. And something that we think might be beneficial to others, or it could just be a rant, <laughs> if someone wants to rant. Just a little thought for the week. Um, so yeah, who would like to go first? Go on, Lemisa. Oh, okay. I feel like I always get picked on with these things. Um, <laughs> Go for it. Right, my thought for the week. Um, something that I've been thinking about for quite a while is the pursuit of happiness. I wow. feel like oh, wow. um, life very much revolves around, I don't know, a lot of people search for happiness or always want yeah. to be happy. But I think we all know that that's kind of impossible because there are mm-hmm. times when things happen where you just can't be happy. So I was reading this thing, I can't remember who said it, but um, basically... They think that it's more important to root yourself in meaningful things mm-hmm. and pursue things with meaning instead of just pursuing happiness. Because if you pursue things with happiness, when the happiness is gone, you're left with nothing. But if you pursue something with meaning and something that has responsibility, I don't know, let's say we're pursuing a certain cause or a certain way of life, something like that, then, you know, your, your way of living will be a lot less stressful. Mm -hmm. I guess is what it is. So I was thinking about that and I was like, that's quite an interesting way to look at the dynamic of happiness. I was thinking maybe I should start living in that type of way instead of being so emotional. Yeah. The pursuit for happiness. Yeah, because happiness is something so temporary. It's so temporary. I can have a chocolate bar, I'm happy when I'm eating it Mm -hmm. and then it's gone. It's such a short term. And isn't it so sad once it's gone? (laughs) (laughs) I guess you can buy another one. Yeah. it, again, it's temporary, and, and actually I was watching a talk um, quite some time ago about how there's different stages, so people, um, pursuit of happiness is actually the lowest thing that you can strive for. Mm. And uh, then it's people uh, strive for wealth, mm-hmm. then they strive for status, then they uh, there's different stages, and, and above all, um, the top thing that you can strive for is a positive impact, which yes. is a I product think, yeah. of um, being meaningful. So when you... Uh, when you strive for a positive impact, it makes you more grateful, which mm-hmm. therefore is going to create happiness. Yeah. Um, in terms of religion, when you when you serve Allah's people, then Allah serves you. So He He creates opportunities for you because you're you're becoming a means to feed someone else, or you're becoming a means to help someone else. Yeah. So you you get that um, resources, you get wealth because obviously Allah's blessing you with that resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, people respect you and you, yeah. you're not striving for respect but you'll get respect because people, as a result of your action as yeah. a result of your action so it's really interesting how you know people they want to just go for the most materialistic and most emptying things that doesn't yeah. actually uh, materialize or something that will fulfill you yeah whereas the most greatest thing that you can strive for is to give positive impact yeah wow. <laughs> You guys are like, <laughs> you know, and there's me. 
Here I am again. Move <laughs> <laughs> another rod. No, I'm joking. Is I it the train? Just a, let's just not. 45 minute walk. Do you know what? Okay. I respect all the commuters out there, okay? Through all the weather <laughs> and the travel that they have to go through because honestly, it's absolutely appalling. But yeah, you know, you have to power through it. Yeah. Aside <laughs> uh, from that, um, I think my main thought for the week is, um, I don't know, just having that appreciation for people in your life. You know, people who support you, people who are genuinely, genuinely there for you. Definitely. Um, they're supporting you, always pushing for your happiness, you know, just wanting the best for you and who are always there for you in your time of need. Yeah. Like, I honestly really appreciate all those people, as well as you two, you know, sat here. Oh. We appreciate you as well. We appreciate you as well. But, you know, just appreciating everyone in your life. Um, and let it be known to them as well that you appreciate them, you yeah. know. Sometimes it just goes a little mm. unnoticed. But I think it's important to appreciate these people in your lives. You know, we don't know what can happen. Mm. One day you're here, one day you're not, you know. Mm-hmm. Never I know, think a so very, like, simple example is our parents as well. Yeah. Like, very easily, these people who are so important to our lives and helping us get to where we are, very, like, we could have been very easily born without them at the yeah, same time. People definitely. live very different lives to us, and it's because of the people that are around them. So I think we we often forget, you know, how to appreciate those mm. around us it's the yeah. people that are really integral of your life that you forget yeah it's like the foundation of a building you don't appreciate the foundation until it collapses so i think it's really important to give yeah. that significance and appreciate them and value them 100 percent. so moving on now before we get into our main topic we are going to be discussing a little um a little hot topic and remember all those who are listening and are you know, listening to us, watching us, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, please do get involved in our discussion today. How can they do that, Lamisa? Uh, you can text or WhatsApp in on 0777-481822 or you could call in if you want, 01582-481822. You can also comment underneath our Facebook live stream. We are yeah. live. So, yeah. So, let us know uh, your thoughts if you want to join our discussion as well. We're going to be discussing bullying um, as our main topic and right now as a little hot mini topic. Um, Inspire from are doing the theme of the hereafter this week. So, we're going to be just having a little discussion on the hereafter so what is the hereafter ah <laughs> oh. well if you see their faces everyone if you see these two girls right in front of me right now wow. <laughs> it's like cringe face palm wow <laughs> no it's the life after death there that's what i was gonna say <laughs> and the journey um after you do, yeah sorry life after death yeah the journey of the soul as well mm. i think for me personally i want to come at this in the aspect of everything that we do here big and small mm. is huge in the after life sorry yeah. it's like a, <laughs> a bug <laughs> okay never mind um is it's huge in the afterward and i feel like we seem to kind of we don't realize how uh, like how big certain things are when mm. we're doing certain actions, yeah. if that makes sense. So you might think your uh, a small action is not, it's not like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, you know, it's you just kind of push it aside. But in reality, that's not how it is, and you need to be aware of, you know, everything you say, everything you do, every action that you're doing, whether you have the good intention or the bad intention, you are going to be held accountable for it 
in the hereafter. And I think sometimes we fail to realise that this small thing that I'm going to do, for example, like just to kind of, as an example, oh, um, I don't know, what's a good example? Small thing? Yeah, just a small thing. Maybe opening the doors for people when you're in the in your at work or yeah, just a polite like, gesture. A polite gesture that could go a long way, you know, in reality. And then in the hereafter, like it's such a it's a major thing. Like oh yeah. my god, like you know, even picking litter up. Yeah, that's such a big and thing. And even if you do a bad small thing as well, and you might think, you know, it's not that big of a deal. I'll repent later, mm. you know. But then you mm. do it again, you do it again, or yeah, etc. etc. Mm. It's a big deal. In the hereafter, you know, you might on social media. It's so quick and easy for us to join in, um, in on like, yeah, you know, what is it? Backbiting, yeah. So like fighting with people, bullying, making fun out of people, even if you a nasty comment or something, even liking a post that isn't, you know, it's not appropriate or it's not nice, and you might think at that point in time that you know it, it doesn't matter. This is how I feel, or it was in the moment. But in reality, that's not how it should be, you know? Mm. Look at what's being said. Look at what you're saying. Be careful in the words that you are choosing, you know? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Keep those thoughts to yourself. Like, why do you need to go and spread such awful things, you know? But that was just an example. But the main point here is big or small, remember you're going to be held accountable for everything you do. And this is a lesson for me first and foremost and to all those as well listening. Just remember that, you know, actions have consequences. I feel like on social media, we lack that consciousness. Yeah. Because it's so easy to swipe and write things. We wouldn't say certain things in real life, but we would say it on social media. Mm. Or we wouldn't um, engage ourselves in certain things in real life, but we would do it in social media. And I think Very true. it's it's a different persona, it's a different reality. It's, the almost, it's a virtual reality. Mm. But you have to realise, as Muslims, we all our actions are yeah. accountable. And I think we need to become more conscious in knowing that these things will add up. I feel like that's where the faith comes from, you mm. know? If you have that faith in Allah and you have that faith in yourself, you mm. will be happy and content with everything that's come to you, everything that's given to you. Mm. You'll be respectful in how you carry yourself. You'll be respectful in what you say and you will be grateful for every single thing that you receive mm. and that you give in this world. Yeah. You know? And I feel like at some stage in your life you will come to that. You know? It might not be right now, but if you make the changes and the steps towards that direction, you will reach that. And, you know, your journey in the hereafter will be an easy one. There was this thing that somebody, like, they had a graduation and I can't remember exactly what he said, but what I understood was it that his main um, thing that he came out of university, what he felt is that be rightful. It's a phrase that he said, be rightful. And mm -hmm. it's something that really hit me because if you just think in every interaction you have or every action that you do, be rightful, be rightful to God, be rightful to the people around you, be rightful to the things that are around you, treat it with respect. It's it's such a it's such a profound way to kind of live your life because you're giving rights to Allah, which means there's a certain way you should act. There's a um, there's a certain expectation on you, and there's also expectation to treat yourself in a just way as well. Yeah, definitely. I think that's something that I try to live by. Even even the smallest thing like trying to earn halal 
mm. earning. Mm. You know, it's so easy, for example, even I do this as well, when you're at work and you spend more time um, looking at your phone or doing things that you could have been doing um, the tasks that you were set. Yeah. Just because your line manager's not looking or no one's looking unless watching you. And I yeah. think it's when it's a, it's a massive reminder for me. Um, it's knowing that you're, you're a Muslim and you need to be God conscious because just because no one's saying anything to you, that was your amana. You signed a contract, and you're supposed to do the things that are asked of you. Yeah. So, and that in that sense, being grateful comes into play as well because you're being grateful to the person that you signed your contract to, to the institution you're working for, or even even if you're a student, you know you're being, you're respecting the knowledge that you're you're getting, or you're respecting the teacher, or you're respecting your peers. You know, I think that's such a good way to kind of um, evaluate mm. the way you behave with someone yeah. or behave with yourself or behave in general. Definitely. I think it, it sort of boils down to the fact that as Muslims, you know, every sort of, even every small action that we're doing should be a way in which we worship God because we believe mm. that he's there and we have this taqwa, this God consciousness that you said all the time. It shouldn't just be, you know, when we're praying, we're praying to God or when we're doing our salah or when we're fasting, these types of things. It's more so that every small action, every interaction that I have, even with you guys, when I'm talking to people, like you said, when I'm doing my work, which is a very good example, all of that stuff should be my way of worshipping God, should be my way of making a good impact yeah. in this world. And these are the things that are going to affect us in the hereafter. And I think that stance is very important. The fact that the hereafter, if you're Muslim, you believe in the hereafter and everything that you do in this life will impact it and that's the link I think yeah. some people perhaps maybe forget about. That, yeah. And it's very easy to forget. Yeah. But I think that the beauty of that is when everything can be a form of worship, how easy is that you can intend, for example, you're going to work, you intend that you're going to do halal earning. Yeah. Every step of the way you take because you're going to provide for your family or you're going to help uh, your parents. You know, that's the beauty of having every single action being accounted for. You know, it doesn't. It's not pressure. It's it's a way for you to you know gain jannah. You know, Allah doesn't say to choose this uh, world over the um, akhirah. He says use this world as a tool in order to gain jannah. Mm. And it's the small things that can yeah, lead you to jannah. It's so easy in that way. It's so yeah. easy because that's what I think is the beauty of Islam that it's so individual. The and way, practical. yeah, and practical. The way I, my background, my family dynamics, the way I was bring up, brought up, it'll be different to you and different to you. Yeah. But we all have the same destination. But Allah has individualized individual, yeah. religion in a way that your lifestyle, my lifestyle, and everyone's lifestyle can be applied to this yeah. um, philosophy. Definitely, it's it's pretty like crazy when you think about it but mm. you know it's hard to always be in constant remembrance that mm. <coughs> you know this hereafter mm. you know you you kind of plan your life around this world and it's so easy to forget of course it is but it's that's where you know that faith comes in that's where those prayers come in that's where visiting um the sick helping the poor and visiting the the graveyard as well it's literally reality checks these are reminders these are things that we should be doing as muslims and you know thinking about what we say the smallest mistakes you know just start small work your way up you know mm. it's e easy i think it's really important to reflect um what kind of person you are i think it's so easy to overlook 
the flaws that you have and yeah. Yeah. you know it could be such a small thing about you like we like we're talking about the weight of small things it could be such a small maybe you're impatient in a queue or something and you don't realize and mm. you're rude to someone yeah you, you could be patronizing and it sounds okay but yeah the way the other person receives it might be rude yeah so you'll forget you'll forget that interaction but that person will remember but that's where it's like that's why it's so important to be god conscious because yeah. you you never want to harm anyone or you want to treat everyone in the right way yeah, yeah. and it's like putting yourself in the other person's <coughs> shoes if you were on the receiving end how like, do you feel yeah exactly like think about it you know yeah. you're you're angry and like it's so easy you know to get frustrated impatient etc mm. but in that moment before you're going to say something or do so and so just think about if you were in that person's receiving end, how would they feel to be mm. on the other end of that? You know, the same goes for like the social media stuff. So easy to get inside and so easy to add to the fire. But what about the person who's receiving this? Mm. How do they feel? And that's the thing yeah. with like, I'd say like bad things. You may think it's mm. not that deep and you'll put in your like two, two cents, cents once. Yeah. But the amount of two, it just becomes easier and easier. If you yeah. cross that boundary and you say, I'm just going to do it this once, like I'm talking about any, let's say sin or any bad thing, like it's just this once and then I'll repent afterwards, that type of thing. The more and more you do it, the more normalized it becomes yeah. to you. And that's why it's a really dangerous and slippery slope. I think it's, that's where we kind of go wrong in the sense that we think it's a small thing, but those small bad deeds can accumulate and turn you into a person that yeah. will eventually do perhaps maybe bigger bad deeds. Like, you no, don't know. But in true. the same way that it's easy to build bad habits, it's also as easy to make good habits once you start mm. doing them. So yeah. just like how you said, if we s refrain ourselves from doing these things, like just bite your tongue, hold on to whatever bad mm. thing you were going to say or whatever sharp comment you were going to say. Like even in real life, I yeah. feel like it happens, not just online. Like say if someone's annoying you in a conversation, mm. you might say something like an indirect jab or something like that, but you don't have to say that. Yeah, mm. that's true. You I know? feel like you should know your triggers. So if you know certain things push your buttons and you see some things evolving and it's, it's going to start argument, walk away walk away yeah. from it because exactly. if you if you have that self-consciousness and you know these are things that really frustrate me and i'm going to become angry mm. then you you exit the situation yeah and, um, but at the same time you know islam is practical because some people do feel angry or react more quickly than others but islam teaches you you know once you do realize that you made a mistake you go back to it and you rectify yeah. it and, yes. you, and you seek apology definitely um and that still like you know puts water to the fire mm. so you know it's not it's not addressing not it's not saying that you know you got to have a halo on top of your head and mm. you can't you have to be perfect it's mm. not saying that it's it's saying to be conscious and you know you 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 will make mistakes but it's about how to improve from those mistakes and it's yeah. all about that journey and again like you said at the beginning of the show you know if you want to go to paradise it's it's hard it's it's not going to be easy it's going to be challenge after challenge and it's about personal development and get, becoming close to god through these obstacles yeah no, I agree, one hundred percent. I think, it, in all, that, like the overall, it is just you know be be wary of what you're doing, be wary of what you're saying, because I feel like it's so easy to have that slip of the tongue mm -hmm. when you get kind of passionate or like involved in something. Mm -hmm. Just be wary and you know remember that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He's watching, He's all knowing, He sees everything, and you know, you might kind of brush it over your head, but, you know, be be careful about what you're doing and what you're saying, you know? I think it's just trying to be a good person, 
just live your life, you know? <laughs> but like a, a genuinely a, yeah. good person. Mm. Not just a person who does good deeds and things like that, but a person like in from the inside yeah. who actually that wants inner, the good of others. Inner goodness. Yeah. To like just come out and be nice and mm. happy. Without no agenda or purpose. Or, yeah. yeah. I think also it's, you know, again, I go back to the point of that you should be self-aware. I think having good company also has a play to this. Because Definitely. say if you have friends that are um, also conscious. So if you, you know, say if you have an issue with swearing, let's just say, and saying things that are inappropriate. If you have good friends and good company and they also have the same intention in improving themselves, they they will tell you the reality that, you know, you need to hold your tongue back or they will help you to kind of mitigate that problem. Mm. And I think that because, you know, we're social beings, we're social creatures, we spend so much time with people, it's so important to make sure we select our um, support network outside our family in a positive way because they impact impact us the most and the way in which they behave and in the way in which they think would influence you and I don't agree with people who say that um, you know um, I don't do certain things they do it but I'd never do it no I don't agree with that because end of the day you're watching someone do something again and again and again and that's and you're not doing and it's going to be you're going well. to become desensitized and joke it's going to be normalized for you so again that yeah. thought that whisper mm-hmm. can come in your head I'm just going to do it once it's okay um, and you, there's no way you can make your, a barrier to, was towards that because yeah. it's your company. And why is that? Why is the Hadith saying that? Um, you know, if you go to a coal mine, you don't touch something. You come out with dust. Yeah. It's because you know that's how much of an impact people have on you. And if you go to a perfume shop, you don't touch anything. You come out smelling um, as perfume. You know, we, mm. we need we, these allegories were given to us, and it's so applicable. And I think we should adopt them and okay. realize that it's it's not something mythical or something that can't be you know applied to today. It's mm. actually more relevant than ever. Yeah. Because you're imp- you're again you're becoming um, uh, more involved with not people only on in reality but also in social media. So again, those people are also impacting you. The people that you follow online, the way they speak. You're, spe- mm. you're you're giving your time with them, and you're almost having that interaction without having an interaction. Yeah. So I think it's really important to kind of be conscious mm. in that sense. And I think what you were saying about um, you know, if other people are doing it, but I'm not doing it, but you allowing them to do it is a whole is is another mm. uh, in my eyes is another bad deed in itself. In the sense that you're allowing mm. a bad thing to take place, whatever it may be. Mm. You know, if you're if you're witnessing something happening. You should try at the very least to mm. do something about it. And if you can't or if you're in a situation where you can't take yourself out of the situation, yeah. don't involve yourself in people. Yeah. But what would you argue when people say they're good people but they just do certain things? Then what? Because to me it's like you're That's accepting a thing. Yeah. yeah, you're accepting care not that care. they're doing <laughs> accepting wrong. Yeah. um uh, accepting that they're doing but then this. maybe advise it's a small that person thing. then. Yeah. Yeah. Advise that person who's saying, Oh they yeah, I don't course. do it, but they do it. But like, advise yeah. that person and say to them. But look, if, for example, I feel like sometimes the best examples are when you hit home, as in like, you know, for example, God forbid, if your child did so and so, your sister did so and so, you of course you'd you'd mm. go and say you'd something them to them. You'd, say, this you'd is speak not to okay, them. You'd yeah. advise mm. them. You tell them right from wrong, the same way that that person should be advised. Obviously. Mm. Then again, it's how you speak to them. Remember, you have to come on that level of understanding as well. Yeah. You've done your duty as a Muslim. Mm. And inshallah, they'll be guided. It's, again, it's coming back to the point where, you know, you could do small things um, that are wrong, but it's because it's deemed as... Ig- ig- um, 
small or insignificant. Yeah. Um, then you know it becomes normalized. It's they they're good with you. Mm. They're polite, but they might just do one small thing or two small things. But yeah. end of the day, it's acceptable for them. And then you need to kind of reflect: what are your morals and values? And where where do you draw the line? And where's your barriers? Because if 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 you think the company that you have it's acceptable for them. Um, and I, w- I would say it is acceptable to you if you continue to be in the company because and you don't advise them. Mm. Yeah. You know, like you can't just say, I know I try to help them. They don't listen. But then, you know, at the end of the day, what are you gaining in that company if they're mm. doing something wrong? No, I think true. it's it's I think it's quite a difficult thing because it happens with a lot of us. You know, we you know, we have such good friends and, you know, they might be amazing in all these other aspects. But then they're doing small deeds that are wrong and we try to help them mm-hmm. and try to support them but they reject it you know it's not we're not bad people for moving away from that we did ev- we took the onus on ourselves and we've we've asked um and we suggested to them you know this is the guidance yeah but there's nothing wrong with us moving away because end of the day that we know that's going to impact us yeah 100% i think overall when looking at the hereafter it's very important to reflect on what you've been doing in this life. Because remember, you could you could leave here any minute, mm, yeah. any second, very true. any day, and you never know when as well. Mm. So I feel like if you have that mentality, yeah. you know, you, you, you're remembering the hereafter, I feel like your actions and your words and everything you do in this life will kind of align if that makes sense. Because mm. this is temporary and the other yeah. one is permanent exactly. in that sense. So And like oh, nothing's here for you mm. in terms of that sense. Like, you know, it is temporary, like you just said. That's why, like, what is here for you to be so like... Attached yeah. to. Yeah. Mm. But anyways, when we come back, we'll be discussing our main topic of bullying. So please do join us in a couple of minutes. Salaam alaikum. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum everyone and you're listening to Sisters Speak on Inspire 105.1 FM and we are back now after the break and we were just discussing our hot topic of the hereafter uh, in line with Inspire FM's theme. For this week, yeah. For this week, yeah. (laughs) Um, So now we'll move on to our main topic this week and this is bullying. And this has come to light because of I'm not sure if everyone's heard about it or if if you haven't or you have but it's about the young girl Shukri Abdi mm-hmm. um, so we're going to be speaking about bullying overall but we're just going to go through about what happened to this little girl yeah so Shukri Abdi she was a 12 year old girl um, she died after being seen in the river Owl. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> she died after being seen in the River Owl in Bury, which is Greater Manchester. This happened uh, at the end of June. Um, so basically, it's it's being currently. So this is from BBC News. This is a report done by BBC News. Um, and right now, the Greater Manchester Police are treating um, Shukri's death as a tragic incident, um, and they don't believe that there are any suspicious circumstances. But there has been a lot of talk on social media in yeah. general, saying that perhaps this was to do with bullying in that sense. And I guess it's shifted the discussion more yeah, so about, to shed light on the issue of bullying yeah. in general. Because so. the bullying in, <coughs> sorry, the bullying in schools, especially, and what's been going on. Like it's it's awful what happened to that young girl. Um, 
obviously in in general in general as well anyone who is a victim of bullying oh my god my voice is like finished it's okay we're getting a bit emotional sorry girls no (laughs) right anyways um all the victims of bullying like it's awful being on that end and you know unfortunately some do pass away you know mental health comes into it suicide comes into it mm. there's so many different cases many different circumstances but it's un- it's so unfortunate that it's still happening in society today as well going yeah. unnoticed yeah. i feel like it's it's like what we were discussing before the break is you don't know how much your words can impact a person you, you know you can mm. say a comment to someone and that can replay in their head over and Definitely. over and over again and you might think it's a joke i think we are we need to be more conscious of our jokes and and like yeah Yeah. because what you might find funny is not what someone else might find funny they might be hurt like they might be hurt from what you've said yeah they will take offense to what you said but you will not know that you will think it's a joke and you just be like oh like that my intention was a Mm. joke because everyone's mindset isn't the same but it's It's different it's not about your intention or your mindset, mindset in yeah. the sense when you said it because that's not the it's problem not here you, the problem is someone else. the victim the person yeah. who's been at the other end of your abuse that's their the way they took it and the way yeah. they received it is what's important because you can very easily dish out like nasty comments and things yeah. like that but it's the effect that it's having on the other person so what is bullying i feel Please. like i don't i don't know that if there's an exact de- um definition but i feel Bullying is when you're when you're constantly under, or you're not even constantly when you're undermining someone to the point where they feel um, threatened in any shape or form, mm-hmm. whether that's through verbal speech or mm-hmm. physically, they feel they feel unsafe. Yeah. Lamisa. Yeah, I I agree in the sense that bullying in general is a lot to do with you know you're just intending to hurt another individual. Yeah. I think that's but the, actually and harming them, intimidating them, that, yeah, making I think them that feel bullying. inferior. I, but yeah. I think that's the difference between bullying and like un- because that's with intention, you know. That's what that that's definition true. is saying. So it's a bit of a blurred line in the mm. sense that yeah. does intention really matter? Because if you're intending to hurt someone, that's definitely a hundred times worse than I think unintentionally hurting yeah, someone definitely. by accident. So I think that maybe there is a line in that sense that bullying but is, is bullying intentional constantly. Intention- I think so. If you're doing something to someone constantly, there's a, yeah. a there's a hint of intention behind there, no? Or else how would you constantly on repeated occasions? Intention. Like it's exactly. intentional seeking to harm someone trying to hurt them make them feel awful like yeah it's so i think maybe yeah. in the sense that if you if you unintentionally hurt someone and you know that you've you've hurt them that's the point where you should go and apologize but oh. i don't think at that point is bullying i think yeah. bullying is that constant where yeah. it's the repeated aspect yeah. of it mm. i think you know if not that you, the other one is unacceptable but i feel that if you have given a comment and that someone is hurt um, and they tell you that I've, uh, you know, I feel offended. Uh, it's your reaction that will be able to dictate whether mm. you know what your intentions were. Because yeah. if you become defensive, then you actually haven't taken any responsibility of what you said. And the effect that it's caused. And the effect yeah. that it's caused. So you don't see it as wrong, even though you clearly, someone clearly has said to you that this has hurt me. You're, you know, you can just say, "Oh, you're overthinking something," or you know, it was mm. just a joke. But 
if someone has you know it's brave it's a brave thing it takes courage to you know communicate that you know you made me feel bad yeah. i think i feel like these days you know there's some sort of superior complex where you you can't you know you can't communicate you know if for example let me say said something hurtful to me i and i don't have the courage to say it to you yeah. because you know you might laugh or people say oh look at her she's so sensitive she's oversensitive yeah, it's so easy to categorize these people but actually i would say you know the people that communicate that are emotionally intelligent and the people yeah. that spew this these hateful comments or under like undermining comments they lack empathy and they lack emotional intelligence and that's why they don't understand the value of uh, or you they're know, just insecure and they they're are, jealous Okay, that's another way to say it. In some some circumstances, that's what it is. Or they they think they they think they're superior in one in in some shape or form. You know, they might think I'm older than you, so I know better. Well, you know, it's not about age; it's about experience. And you know, people have different experiences. And you know, it's not to say that a person that is you know 20 years old is you know um, less wise than a 25 year old. A 20 year old could face you know uh, things that could catalyze their wisdom way more than a 25-year-old. They could have mm. been in a bubble. Yeah. You know? So, so I feel like we should take a step back. And again, I think that, again, relays back to the beginning of our show that we need to be more conscious people. hundred And I feel that a religion, you know, before we were uh, given a set of instructions of what to do, what's halal, what's haram, it was philanthropic. It was about being God-conscious. It's about, mm. you know, being evaluating your characteristics you know yeah. muslims were recognized for being loyal and honest and yeah. all these positive you know characteristics that that we took pride in that that was that what that's what islam came down to humble you but yet we've come we've reduced it to just to you know categorize ourselves as people that just follow certain things and you know we we just want to be identified as muslims but through our garments and mm. we just want to you know prove to each other yeah. that you know you're wrong you're right it's no argument or wrong or right in the day it's your character and that's why you know allah is going to weigh your deeds so he's not going to count them why because it's sincerity mm. why would it be sin- you know there's no there's no you know the way i i may pray five times a day and someone may struggle to pray five but they pray three salahs with khushu or with sincerity yeah. they might be in a, a, a jannah above me because of their sincerity Allah loves that sincerity yeah. I could be just doing it as a robot just parrot fashion it's it's. I think people need to kind of realise that you know the Islam that they think it's you know I'm portraying myself I go to the mosque all the time people think I'm amazing I can speak with so much knowledge uh, that facade is not going to happen in the day yeah. of judgment. Have you been treating your family right? Have you been treating your teachers right? Have you been treating the people around you exactly. in a rightful way? Those things are those interactions. You're not going to enter Jannah. Exactly. And, and if the you, fact if, that if you upset yeah, someone, if you, you made someone cry. Yeah. Like, if you harm someone and you backbite, and Allah's not going to let you enter until you ask their forgiveness. Come on, like that's the way of it. Like your destiny is. It's with Allah, but it's also with people. It's yeah. because of your inter- interaction. 100%. So you have to be really careful. Yeah. I think when you say, like, conscious, uh, the the thing that you were talking about in terms of emotional consciousness is really important mm. in the sense that, yeah, we don't like to admit that some things, you know, have hurt us or that... And that can actually lead to bullying yeah. mm. in an unintentional way. I know I'm sort of going back to my word. <laughs> no, 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 but it's... people can, you know, constantly say one thing not realizing that they're affecting yeah. you so I, I can imagine it in the workplace or something you know you may yeah. have people who aren't as um experienced with uh, let's put it like with an example we all know in terms of islam people pe- certain people in the workplace may say certain comments constantly and yeah. not realizing that they're affecting you or you don't like that yeah mm. of and 
it is really difficult for you to then in that situation say I'm really sorry so and so that this is not the way you should talk about you know maybe my religion or this is not mm. the way like I don't like the comments that you're saying and I think we don't realise how hard it is like you're saying how hard it is to actually say that in a in a workplace environment or even among friends it can be even harder because more, more difficult yeah. because they're your friend and you don't want them to yeah. feel you know that type of thing so I guess no, my, definitely. I can't remember exactly what the point was but it's more so no, just as in, I see we should be more be consciousness of what you're saying like emotionally yeah. conscious as well and should be more able and open to give, say our feelings and how we're yeah. and, being and more and transparent yeah, yeah. Definitely. create that environment where it's okay for you to let me know that you didn't like what you, yeah. I said yeah and I think when you establish that balance of like where you're where you're at in terms of you know your your jokiness how you know you you speak to each other because i feel like for example here Mm -hmm. like our relationship would be different to the way we are if you understand what i mean so your relationship with one person is not going to be exactly the same Same. with another person everyone's friendships are different the relationships are different the way we speak to each other it's all different you know you have your group of friends you'll all share the same jokes whereas another group will probably look at you and think like they'll have different opinions some people might be offended by what you say but in you know you might think it's all right but remember Mm -hmm. that it's being conscious of everything you know Mm -hmm. be careful those environment that you're in what you're saying that type of thing i think bullying especially is it more common in schools do you think i think it happens everywhere i think you can't escape it It is it more is it more prominent in schools or not I would say it happens in schools. It probably happens in sixth forms. Happens in it happens yeah. everywhere. It's hard it, to say without yeah, like yeah. obviously statistics, but the yeah. thing is like it happens. Yeah. And we know it happens. It happens wherever people are. Yeah. And yeah. there's a group of people. Because that's the thing. It's, the, the it's labels, in a way, it's human nature, don't yeah. you think? Like you immediately if you're in that group especially in the group sort of mentality when you're in that group it's very easy to just follow along yeah and very easy because we were talking about it like you know online it's so easy to put in a comment in the same thing if you're in a real life situation everyone's Mm. like having like laughing it's easy to join in Mm. but you don't realize what maybe you don't realize what they're laughing at what the joke is or how that person is feeling and so in that sense i feel like it is quite human nature because bullying can happen very young as well yeah if you think about like little little kids in like junior school infant school like you would never think that they'd say the hurtful things that they say intentionally but it can happen like and i remember from back like when i was in junior school certain things did happen and it's like you think you were so young back then but it still happened why well it kind of shows that it is in human nature but we should try and be more conscious about and i feel like sometimes bullying happens in the most um you know not unconventional that's not the word you know it's just the most unexpected unexpected people it comes from so it could be your teachers i experienced that myself and i'm putting that out that i I experienced that not too long ago actually when i was in a levels so you know i think in that sense it's really important to kind of stand up for yourself and i did stand Mm. up for myself and you know even if it backfires because it backfired on me you know <laughs> just say let, let's just say i was i was not treated right when i was in a levels and a certain teacher would uh, bully me i guess for wearing hijab and following my religion he would say very hateful and he, comments and he would treat me differently because i reported him blah 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 but the thing is that you know i the only thing that got me through that was my faith in allah i thought 
this person is so unjust to me and he's so unjust to other people but other people are going by it because they don't want to be bullied by him i think mm. that's mm. another thing because you know say for example um let me say you're the bully right and um, me and Faiza, sorry, I'm not. I'm not so how you see me? <laughs> if I said it to Faiza, she'd be like, "Well, yeah." So I had to do that. Yeah. Sorry, but um, yeah. So yeah. So say example, Lemisa is the bully, and you're bullying Faiza. And you know, if I if I continue, if if I if I don't, you know, like laugh. Me, yeah. If I know, if I laugh at your comment, and you and I like kind of like show um, it's, it's it's okay thing yeah. i won't be a victim so i'm trying to save myself Self, yeah but then i'm causing harm to Pfizer Pfizer. even more deeply because yeah. you know you know it's one person that's doing it and then it's two people doing it so i think yeah. it's also you can't be a bystander when it comes to bullying but also it, don't you think it makes me feel like it's okay it's okay it's acceptable so i feel i feel that you know especially because we're muslims you know in there's a saying that you know stand up to justice even in injustice even if it's against yourself yeah regardless of what the outcomes is and the repercussions is because you know when i when when i was you know treated badly in sixth form and um, the person that i had the teacher that i had he said to me when i've been here for 10 years no one's going to believe you but then that year you know i i prayed and prayed i cried to allah and he got kicked out <laughs> i'm not trying to say kick out, get, you know pray to get your teachers kicked out but i'm just saying that you know the power of faith is very very strong yeah. you know if you if you really stand up to injustice and you do it the rightful way Allah will 100% make a way for you because not only are you saving yourself you're saving other people mm. and i feel that you know you, sh- you shouldn't you shouldn't be a bystander when someone is being ha- harmed and yeah. that's um, that's how we're supposed to be a community we're supposed to be yeah, people that are supposed to help each other we're supposed to you know open and that's why it, there's a saying that's you know one part of the body is hurt, hurting the rest of the body is hurting mm-hmm. that's the type of people yeah. we're supposed to be i think when it comes down to bullying especially in schools it's quite heartbreaking because it's younger children and mentally we don't know what they're thinking and what they're feeling and i think um i don't know if you've had the same but i know i've had a quite a lot of like they just don't do well mm-hmm. like in the future like the attainment yeah or even yeah. wanting to be happy go to school mm. instead it's just it's because what happens in like in my own personal experience um you know when someone especially if they're like from a it's uh, institutionally and someone constantly constantly is undermining you it shatters your confidence yeah. you have nothing like it's it nothing left is dust like you just how, feel how, like you're you just feel, you feel so worthless yeah. and you feel you're, you're incapable of doing anything and if someone's saying something to you 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 actually become defensive because you just want to protect yourself you always yeah. are on defensive mode because you're scared someone's going to harm you or what they're saying is out to harm you and sometimes you know it's it's easy i think people should be more understanding to towards people that you know have experienced you know toxicness for such yeah. a long period of time and it's it's going to hurt it's going to affect them and even you know you can't just say that that happened years ago forget about it no those effects those those effects are lasting and mm. you, you know it obviously you should take the onus of yourself and try to improve but at the same time you should you yeah. should your support network should be able to say actually she experienced these certain things and we should help her to overcome it or we should help yeah. her to kind of recognize it when it comes down to schools though where do you think the parents play a part in terms of bullying i feel like there's 
there's okay i don't want to categorize two types of parents but there are some parents that don't they neglect their children in a sense that they don't want to take accountability that their child is bullying my child wouldn't do that you know they oh. they literally overlook that the child is mm, capable of doing that that's true and i think it's really really I mean, what for the victim or for the bully for, for the, the bully so they oh. so for some i've had a child i have a child and i say no my child would never do that yeah your child can 100 percent be capable of bullying yeah. there's no way that you wouldn't be it's a school environment you're not there yeah so i think it's, parents should be a little bit more conscious as well of what their child is doing and you know maybe it's an uncharacteristic thing if your child is an angel at home and then being uncharacteristic at school then you need to have that conversation with the teacher and saying you know at home they're fine but could you re- tell give me a report of how the interactions are there because yeah. then it gives you an idea maybe there's something that your that the home environment or something that's bothering your child to the point that they they have to displace it on another child, you know. Because that's that's often the reason for yeah, bullying, especially at a young age. Because bullies usually have issues of their own, but yeah, it enables you to take responsibility for yeah. your child. You have to be willing to accept that your child may perhaps yeah. do that type of thing. And, and I think it's I, easy to say yeah. though we don't have children, but I at the same time, yeah, my little sister did something like that. I think we at home are very conscious in the sense that she will talk to us about things that have gone on and if we think that wasn't very nice of you to say we'll let her know that you shouldn't really say things like that perhaps you should go in and you should go apologize for what you said it's important that you let or else how are kids kids like school in that sense are like it's the place for kids to sort of become accustomed with society and how to get along with people that Mm -hmm. we would like we generally meet because obviously school is a bit different in the sense that initially you're strangers and then you become very close over a period of time like you end up knowing mm-hmm. everyone but the point is it's emulating that thing of wider society and being involved yeah. in that sense so that's where they learn all their social skills and learn how to interact with others and so what they do is when they come back and tell you everything you need to keep an open ear to hear like what yeah. they've been doing over there i think it's getting that involvement yeah mm-hmm. of course you know parents work they're tired they come home and they just want to kind of you know get yeah. on with it but I think it's that, you know, look at your child. Are they behaving differently? Are they behaving mm-hmm. like it's something out of character? Because sometimes they might act a certain way at home, but in school they're a completely different person. And I feel like sometimes they, there is the out of characterness, mm. and you can easily pick up on that. You'll know something's wrong. I mean, it's your child, you know what I mean? It's your brother, it's your sister, it's your relative, your auntie, your friend. You know? Yeah, but so I, I also want to like draw to the point that you know some parents they they have no option but to work really hard to su- for survival. You know, yeah, the pressure, course. the financial pressure is extremely then, hard. And then I but feel at the like same the time, schools I'll, then yeah, they the, have a duty. They have school has a duty, the family has a duty. So you know, whenever you can have that conversation with your child, you know, if you're in hardship, let's go to obviously put that understanding in your child because you're yeah, you know, you're working to for you know a food on the table and a mm. roof over the head. You know, is you're doing it out of your um, you know your need so i feel like you know just take that take that step back yeah take that step back and you know i feel like when we were younger we were quite oblivious to a lot of things but as each generation passes children are you know they they're more conscious of everything they they can they can feel the vibe at home yeah so you know you know yeah. when how we talk about financial pressures and you know even indirectly they feel it so why do children ask even psychology uh, my sister said that in psych- psychologically why do children ask how much was that because they they know there's there's financial pressure when they receive a gift or was that expensive you know mm. they they monetize things because that's what the environment yeah. is at the home and sometimes unavoidable so yeah so it's just you know being like you know just spend a few moments 
with the child. Yeah. So my sister was actually saying um, uh, there was some research that showed that you know parents that uh, spend the, the time with their kids before school and like you know get helping them getting ready because that's the time when they need you the most. And spending one hour, and then obviously they go to school, and you can go to work, and then collecting them, um, and getting them ready for bed. Those three times are the most integral times for a child's yeah. development in terms of psychology, because you know those are the times where your child would would want their parent to be involved. They don't want a nanny. They don't want someone else. And of course, I know. Yeah, especially you know, before bed. Th- those mm. are the most intimate times in a child's development. If you're there, um, according to psych- psychology, if you're there in those times, you know, your child's development would be um, more progressive than a child that doesn't have yeah. that intimate cr- uh, interaction in those three times. Definitely. So I think it's, you know, it, I'm not a parent, but, you know, you know, if you can't offer your s- the whole yeah. day to a child, at least try to find out what best you know time you can give to your child you know tailor to their needs mm. in terms of schools then where where do you guys think that the duty comes in when it comes to bullying i think it's a cooperation between parents and the but teachers. as in schools should well schools teachers if they see it or hear it because you know they do make snide comments i'm sure like i've been in a classroom when i was like in high school and stuff you do hear comments Mm. i'm sure the teacher hears it but sometimes it's just brushed off Mm. and i feel like as soon as they hear such comments it should be picked up on Mm. like immediately at that point Mm. that person should be told like what like what are you saying what are you doing Mm. do you know what i mean it shouldn't be let go of yeah i think it's it's plus it's difficult though in schools because they have so many kids to keep an eye on everything yeah. but at the same time they you should can try hear things though they should 100%. try and i think when the school's definitely known about it they should take care of it seriously yeah. they should handle it seriously and i'm sure most schools do they have procedures and stuff they, they need to follow I think they through they really have to have yeah. bullying procedures but it's the outcome of that like you know one small remark that you might have kind of brushed off has resulted in a child like you know almost you know committing suicide or almost wanting to leave the school and you know they don't want to come to school anymore because they have to hear these things repeatedly from so and so bully and this and that and it's awful i mean no one would ever want their brother sister child cousin relative friend to go through something like that and the fact that it's from other children of the same age as well is what makes it worse because Mm. how can a child that age be capable of doing something so awful and ridiculous then again that's where the home thing comes in as well because what's maybe is that a trigger for is that child okay? making them act out. Yeah. yeah. Now, even if your ch- home life is perfect and you think, you know, everything is perfect at home, maybe your child is suffering mental health issues yeah. and you don't know about it. You know, these these things are so important. You, it's you just have picking to be, up on the out of characterness as well. You have to be conscious. You know, just how you you deem your child's physical health to be extremely important. You need to also be conscious of your child's mental health as well because that comes to play in the way they behave. I think children have to be. Um, you know more open in the sense that they should feel mm. comfortable with mm. letting people know that perhaps something's wrong yeah. and obviously if you are suffering bullying or anything like that there are helplines that are available yeah um and also if, if you're an adult and you're suffering bullying perhaps in your workplace and things like that there are also helplines available yeah and like you can speak to someone it's not something that it should be embarrassing you know um people go through this and they seem to hide it and i know it's sad and it's sometimes people don't want to talk about it they don't want to discuss it because they feel embarrassed 
but as soon as you open up you don't like trust me you know a lot of people will come out and speak like like you'll be surprised how many people will agree on certain things like it's yeah. shocking but aside from that thank you everyone for listening in and tuning in to today's show on bullying and um like lamisa said there are helplines and support lines as well available um for anyone who is a victim of bullying who wants to report it as well so please do look that up but join us next week inshallah same time six to seven on inspire 105.1 fm assalamu <laughs> alaikum thank you for listening to our podcast why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton